You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm Kenny Ortiz. This is Theology for the Rest of Us coming at you from the city beautiful Orlando, Florida. Thanks for listening. I am so grateful for uh, all of my loyal listeners. Big, big shout out and thank you to you. This is episode 196 and I'm going to be tackling a topic related to the prophet Elijah and first century Jewish theology. Uh, Excited to dive into this. Um, I'm going to be answering a question that I got from a regular listener that uh, that was sent to me uh, by email yesterday. Now, I know what some of you are thinking. Uh, some of you out there who have emailed me questions are thinking to yourself, Kenny, um, I emailed you months ago and you still haven't gotten to my question. Why are you answering an email that just came to you yesterday? Uh, it's a great question. Uh, I do apologize to all of you who have sent in uh, questions. Uh, please keep those coming. I promise I will get to all of them. It may take me a while, but I promise I will get to all of them eventually. Um, the reason why I felt like this one was important to uh, to dive into immediately was because it comes on the heels of an episode I just did uh, a few days ago, uh, episode 194. I did an episode talking about the event that is often referred to as the as the transfiguration of Jesus, or or sometimes uh, referred to as the Mount of Transfiguration. This is the a moment that is documented in the Gospels where Jesus takes three of his disciples up a mountainside and he is transfigured. He's transformed into something that is absolutely amazing. He is he is clearly not just a good rabbi or a great prophet. He is God incarnate. It is this beautiful, amazing moment where he is shining the, the glory of God and this incredible bright light is, is beaming off of him. This frightens to some extent, the disciples that are with him. Um, And then in the midst of this, uh, Elijah and Moses show up on the scene alongside of Jesus, clearly pointing to him as the Messiah. Uh, God the Father uh, speaks and makes clear his approval and love of Jesus and and basically makes the command that, that all of us should listen to what Jesus has to say. He is not just a good prophet or a good rabbi, that he is God incarnate. He is the Messiah, the Savior of humanity. This is an incredible moment. If you have not listened to episode 194, I would encourage you to go listen to that. And more importantly, if you haven't ever read through this particular moment uh, in Scripture, I'd encourage you to go check that out. Uh, go read uh, through the passage about the transfiguration of Jesus. It really is a beautiful moment that points to the incredible nature, majesty, and deity of Christ. It's awesome. Um, so immediately after that episode went live, uh, relatively quickly got an email from a regular listener. Um, about uh, kind of just mentioning some things that I that I said, and uh, and the regular listener says, Kenny, you seem to imply uh, that the Jews believed in reincarnation. Is that what you meant to say? Uh, great, great question. Uh, that comes from uh, comes from Jeff, um, a regular listener who I actually I'm not sure that I've ever corresponded with Jeff before. So uh, thanks for your email, Jeff. Um, I did talk about the fact that there are there were some Jewish people that believed that Elijah uh, would come back on the scene. Um, this comes from a prophecy in Malachi chapter 4, where God says that Elijah the prophet would come back before the great and terrible day of the Lord. Um, and so there was this, this prophecy in the Old Testament that Elijah would return. Um, now, John the Baptist is born several hundred years later. He's the the forerunner to the Messiah, Jesus. John the Baptist is the the preacher that would that would kind of uh, make way for Christ, uh, would prepare the people of, of of Israel to 
receive their Messiah, Jesus. I've talked about John the Baptist several times um, on the podcast. If you're interested, uh, you can just kind of look through the archives. The best way to do that is at our website, theologyfortherestofus.com. There's a search box there. Just type John the Baptist, and there are several episodes where, I, where I've mentioned John the Baptist. You can check that out there. Um, but um, And so John the Baptist comes on the scene, and Jesus says that John the Baptist arriving on the scene is the fulfillment of the prophecy uh, in Malachi. Um, Jesus makes this very, very clear. He says this is recorded in Matthew 11 and Mark chapter 9. Um, Jesus was not saying, though, that Elijah had been reincarnated. Now, most of the Jewish people did not believe this, but there was a segment of the Jewish people that believed uh, that, that Elijah the prophet would actually be reincarnated or that he would just come back to planet Earth. Um, for the, if you're not familiar with the story of Elijah, he never actually died. He was just taken up to heaven. One day, God just grabbed him and took him up to heaven, and he never actually physically died. So in the first century, in the days leading up to Jesus, there was a segment of Jewish people and Jewish scholars in that time period that believed that Elijah would come back to planet Earth. Uh, most did not believe that he would be reincarnated. Most believed that he would just come back to planet Earth as an adult man. As the same person, he would just show up on the scene and that he would preach and preach preach the, the judgment and the day of the Lord that was coming. Um, that's what some people believe. There was also a segment of people that believed that actually Elijah would be reincarnated, that there would be a prophet that comes on the scene in the in the latter days that would that would be would basically be Elijah reincarnated. That wasn't popular theology, but it was a theology that some people believed. And uh, but most people seem to understand. That, um, that 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 when the prophecy of Malachi was prophesying about Elijah coming back, that it didn't actually mean Elijah himself, but it just meant that there would be a prophet similar to Elijah. There would be a prophet who was like Elijah, that, that would have the same power and authority of Elijah, that would come and, and would do for the Jewish people what Elijah had done. Elijah had preached to the Jewish people about the coming, uh, about the coming or impending judgments that would come upon them and, and called upon them to repent, turn away from their false gods, and to come back to the true God. And that the Malachi is prophesying that there would come another prophet one day like Elijah with the same power, with the same uh, spirit of God, with the same authority coming to preach the same message that Elijah, Elijah preached. And Jesus tells us that John the Baptist was actually the fulfillment of this, uh, of this actual prophecy. That John the Baptist shows up on the scene with the same power and authority that Elijah had, calling on the people of Israel to repent and to turn away from their falsehoods and their idols and and, and a variety of of, the, of of their legalism and their sins, and to turn back uh, to the one true God. It would, he would be calling on people to repent. This is exactly what John the Baptist does. Now there is a moment where uh, John the Baptist is questioned by uh, by some Jewish scholars this is recording in John in toward the end of John chapter 1 and he was asked are you Elijah and he actually denies it um, because in that context he was actually being asked are you Elijah reincarnated and John's like no I'm not John I'm not I'm not Elijah reincarnated I'm I'm John the Baptist I'm the one that's that's come to to uh, to make way for the Lord I'm not I'm not the one that is that is reincarnated or rebirthed um, and so there were some people, in some Jewish scholars in the first century that believed that uh, Elijah would show up 
himself. There were others that believed that Elijah would be reincarnated. Um, and some people were wondering, maybe that was John the Baptist. Uh, but most of the Jews in the first century believed, understood the, the prophecy properly, that that, uh, that 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 when Malachi is prophesying Malachi chapter 4, that it doesn't mean that Elijah is going to be reincarnated, but that rather that, that there would be a prophet in, in the same vein, in the same genre of John or of Elijah and his name was John the Baptist. Jesus makes it very clear that's who he was. And John the Baptist knew knew his role. He knew what his purpose was. He knew that he was the fulfillment of Malachi chapter 4 and he made it very clear that I am not the Messiah, I'm not the savior, but I am the one that would make way for the Messiah. Uh, John the Baptist says in, in it's recorded in the Gospel of John that there was one to come after me whose whose sandals I'm not even worthy uh to to put my feet into you know i'm paraphrasing of course you know there's someone's shoes i'm not worthy to put on my own there's someone greater than me and john the baptist made it very clear his famous words i must decrease he must increase that's what that's what elijah did for the people of israel john the baptist came on the scene did the same thing john the baptist denied being elijah reincarnated but made it very clear that he was the forerunner that would fulfill the prophecies of the old testament and would make way for the messiah jesus so there may be some of you out there wondering uh where do you understand kind of first century theology how do i know uh, what the Jewish people believe, what's the sources for that? Uh, there are a variety of sources out there, but the, the one that I have most read through, that I've checked out the most, is a man by the name of Alfred Edersheim. Uh, Alfred Edersheim was a, a Jewish biblical scholar um, that lived in the 1800s. He died around 1880-something or other. I can't remember exactly off the top of my head. Um, but he wrote several great essays and articles and books. Uh, he has a very famous book called The Life and Times of Jesus the Messiah. Um, that is kind of his most popular work. He also wrote extensively on the Talmud. He wrote a variety of other essays, articles, books, and things of that nature. So just Google that, Alfred Edersheim, and you'll get like a bajillion uh, Google search results. Uh, okay, not literally a bajillion. That's a made-up number, obviously. But you'll get a lot of search results. So I encourage you, if you want more info, you want to you dive in and do some more research, check that out. Google Alfred Edersheim. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. Hope this has been helpful and insightful. Shout out to you, Jeff. Thanks for uh, sending the email and uh, feel free to keep sending questions my way. If anyone else has a question or a topic they'd like me to address on the show, I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me an email. The address is heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at theologyfortherestofus.com. Also, feel free to connect with me on Twitter. My handle is Kenneth Ortiz. That's K-E-N-N-E-T-H-O-R-T-I-Z. To ensure you never miss an episode of the podcast, make sure you're subscribed in iTunes or on your favorite podcast player. That'll guarantee that every episode gets delivered directly to your device. Hey, if you've loved the podcast, do me a huge favor. Head on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. Those reviews are a big, big help to the show. They help us reach more people. Hey, thanks again for listening. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been... Theology for the rest of us.